Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, welcome back. Hey, thanks. You guys didn't even miss me, so fuck off. What? Didn't didn't even mention my name. Didn't mention my name. Pan- Panther kept saying Max, 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 but he's talking about Scherzer. <laughs> didn't even mention my name once. Sex Panther, what's going on? Well, we had another Max here. So we had a Max pitching. We had another actual real person with a real name, Max, uh, here on the show. So your name was mentioned quite a bit. Um, and look, we, we missed you because I had to do research. I had to do stat. I had to come up with Shuck to come to bake up your 80% fluff that you bring every show. I'm glad to have you back. So I don't have to talk so much. Fluff. He says <laughs> fluff. <okay. laughs> oh man. Everyone's back. It's back to normal. Now Max and Panther chirping at each other. Here we go. Thursday night football. Rams at Seattle. You know, it opened up. I believe I saw the earliest line was Rams plus one. Rams are minus two and a half on the road, Max. Your boys. You love that two and a half, don't you? <laughs> this didn't open at two and a half. No, it didn't. Uh, listen, man, Rams coming off a big division loss at home. Now have to travel up to Seattle in a short week, take on yet another division rival. Uh, Matt Stafford, 0-3 in his games in Seattle. Hmm. His last game there was 2017 when the Seahawks beat the Lions in the playoffs. And that really surprised me to find out, fuck, the Lions made the playoffs? (laughs) Like that happened? But listen, he's in a different situation now. Uh, Other than that blip last week, he's been off to a very stellar start in L.A. He's racked up 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions. Offensively, the Rams much improved compared to the shit that we saw last season. But their defense... Mm. Oh, um, I think they've regressed a bit. This is this defense giving up major yards, major points against teams like the Bucks last week against the Cardinals. So Seattle has a potent offense. Let's see if they can string it all together. Let Russ cook. They got that big win last week against the Niners. Uh, avoided starting their season one and three. But this is a, this is also a team that just does not look complete. Uh, dead last in yards allowed. Ted last in yards allowed. Uh, insane. Considering you see some of these bad teams out there. They give up 25 points per game, which leads me to my first bet in this game. Over. Like, way over. I don't care if it's a short week. I don't care if it's a division rivalry. Fucking over in this one. As for the spread, you know, it bothers me that I have the Rams winning and covering this one. You know, I I hate betting on teams I root for, which, I mean, it's easy for me lately because as a Mets fan, I don't bet on the Mets. But the Rams are good. I don't want to admit it, but they're a good team. And I think they go on the road. They win this one. They cover this one. So a $50 bet on the Rams, $50 bet on the over. I will agree that the Rams are good. I just don't have them at great yet. And that, that defense is part of the problem, giving up 420 yards per game. I need to see more Rams game. Being a West Coast team, sometimes I don't get the opportunity to see a lot of Rams games. We did see the Tampa Bay game. I wonder, though, if some of those yards aren't because 
people are trying to play catch up with them. Um, common opponent between these two, Seattle and the Rams, both played the Colts. You could argue the Rams could have easily lost that game at the Colts. Seattle went in there and took care of business. Take that for whatever it's worth. The thing is, Seattle is at home. We know about the 12th man. Um, short, the only game in town, only thing going on. I know there's some playoff baseball, but blah, blah, whatever baseball. Uh, I expect that the crowd to be loud. This offense can put up some numbers, put up some yards. I agree with you. I think it goes over, but on a short week, I'm only going to lean the over. But I'm going to take the home team plus the two and a half, 25 bucks on the Sea Chickens. Man, we are all over the place today. I, I think, Max, you alluded to it, and Panther, you hit it again, uh, the Rams' defense. I read somewhere on Twitter that Aaron Donald had the biggest non-factor game of his career last week against the Cardinals. Does that mean the book's out? Does that mean people know how to play the Rams? And does Seattle know what the Cardinals did? I don't listen, know. Listen, listen I'm, they, they lost their defensive coordinator from yeah. last year, a guy that we really like as a head coach uh, on the Chargers right now. They've lost, I believe, four starters from their defense last year. This is a defense that it's just it's not as good as it was last year. Say what it is. They're going to give up points. They're going to give up yards until it starts to gel. Uh, we saw that last year with them. You weren't high up on that Rams no, defense no, earlier not, in the season. Them, and, then, yeah. and then mid-year, they, they just turned it on. So maybe we see that with them. Right now, they're vulnerable, mm-hmm. which, again, this is why I love that over in this game. Mm, I, I don't. I, I, I do think the Rams are going to bounce back somewhat defensively. I just see an ugly divisional game right here. Divisional rival games. I'm going to put 25 bucks on the under. 54 and a half. Whew. Like I said, we're all over the map. You like the over. I like the under. You like the Rams. Panzer likes the Seahawks. I'm going to lean the Rams in this one. I, I, I see which way the, the, the spread is trending. Maybe if this was a Sunday game, I'd be more inclined to bet it. But a Thursday short week, yeah, I'll lean the Rams. I do have a couple prop bets to look at for you real quick. Stafford, two and a half touchdowns. Over is plus 134. Under, minus 176. Hmm. I hate, I hate when, when Vegas tries to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I, listen, I, I think against the Seattle team, Stafford is going to bounce back and, and have a big game. So it's, it's hard for me to imagine that you know, he's, he's going to yeah, like I, I could see him going for you know like 300 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. I, you know, like I, I could just see him having a big game. So I, I hate when Vegas tells you something. I'm just I'm not in agreement. You like the over? Yeah. You, you know, you look at you look at the Rams. You look at the Seahawks. The, Stafford probably will go over. He's averaging over 300 yards per game, and the Seahawks are giving up 310 yards per game in the air. So I can see him throwing for a lot. Look, Cooper Cup has been just absolutely phenomenal. Robert Woods has almost become a distant second, but that's two very, very capable receivers. So I think I do like the over 2.5 because they can't run the ball or shit, to be honest. No, I'm with you. I, I, I think at the plus 134, yeah, it's worth a shot. It's definitely worth a shot. I'm, I'm going to throw a little bit of money. Cooper Cup, you mentioned him. Six and a half receptions. The over is minus 145. The under is plus 109. He's Stafford's throwing the ball to different receivers. It's, it's not just the Cooper Cup show right now. And whatever, whatever defense Seattle has, they're probably going to try to throw it at Cup. So I, you, you look at who, who was it last week? It was Jefferson had the big week. It was uh, Jackson had the big week the, the, the week before that. Stafford was just focused in on cup but i don't think it's it's not like the same as as uh, you know deandre hopkins in arizona 
right? I th- I, th- I do think that uh, Stafford has eyes for other guys, so I'd probably shade the under. Uh, I'll disagree. I, I like the. I think there's going to be a lot of balls thrown. Um, they don't run the ball a lot. I think this is going to be just a good old fashioned shootout. Uh, both players, uh, Wilson and uh, Stafford, throwing over 40 times. So I, I think uh, Cup gets his touches. I like the over. I'm gonna, you know, I know it's minus 145, but I, I think you're probably right, Panther. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on the over there. So Stafford had two and a half touchdowns. Russ has one and a half touchdowns. Yeah. The over is minus 150 for one and a half. The under is plus 128. Uh, probably go the over, right? I mean, if Seattle's going to score, I think it's going to be in the air. Uh, I heard Carson might be injured. I don't know if you saw that in your fantasy report, Panther. Uh, yeah, I've got a list that's questionable for tonight. I think Carson's, Carson's injured, so, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I, I, th- I, think, I think Russ has to go over if they're going to score points. Yeah, this is like I said, we're, you're looking at, you know, Max already called it. I agree. We're looking at over the 54 and a half to get there. It's not because these two teams run the ball effectively. So, um, yeah, I, minus 150 isn't too bad. Uh, I don't think there's enough value on the under. So I definitely like the over here with Russ cooking. Yeah, don't I get like, me wrong. Yeah. Seattle can be run on, by the way. <laughs> so they're not. Oh, yeah. oh they can on. be run yeah, on. Yeah, Seattle might be the worst rush de- uh, rush defense in the league as well. I think it's the worst defense right now. Seattle. Yeah, one hundred fifty two. But the Rams haven't established anything that looks like a, a good running game. So I, maybe they do. Maybe this is the game where they try to run the ball. I I just kind of doubt it. Yeah, I'm gonna lean the not lean. I'm gonna throw a few bucks on the under. The plus one twenty eight seems mighty tempting. All right. That's all I had really for prop bets. Unless you wanted to do Tyler Lockett over five and a half receptions, it sure looks like it was screaming at the plus 105 over. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, That's a little over. in the weeds. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I would get into that one, but it's probably over. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah probably over. All right. That's all I've got for the NFL, Max. A couple baseball games, right? Yes, got sir. Two baseball games today. Uh, let us start off with that Chicago White Sox at the Houston Astros. Uh, Houston, you know, listen, Houston was once a major favorite to win the World Series. I think their luster kind of faded a bit. Uh, I don't want to take them for granted, though, right? It's a dangerous team. Problem is, I, they just haven't been playing their best baseball uh, as of late. They're ranking 26th with a 230 batting average and 19th in runs scored over the past few weeks. And now their pitching has been very good. Still not as good as Chicago in that time span. Uh, White Sox, also, their offense has picked up as of late. They rank second in batting average and 12th in runs scored over that time span. And you can say that some of this is just Houston didn't need to play hard the last few weeks. right? They, they had the West. They didn't really need to play that hard. But sometimes that can impact the team's opening series, at least that first game. I'm baking on them still being a little bit complacent heading into today. I think they take the L in game one. Give me Chicago here. $10 bet on the White Sox. As per usual, I'm looking at the starting pitchers. I got into this whole research thing. I'm home, not on the road, spent a lot of time <laughs> digging in here. So this probably means everything goes bad. But let's have a look at Lance Lynn real quick. He's starting for the White Sox away from the friendly confines. He's 4-3 and three with a 2.9 ERA. And during the day, which today will be a day game, it's the early game, he's 4-1 and one with a 1.38 ERA. He only faced Houston one time this year. Went four innings, eight hits, six earned runs, took the loss in that game. McCullers on the other side, home, six and three with a 3.51 ERA. Day games, three and three with a 3.38 ERA. He faced the White Sox twice, two and oh, 13 innings pitched, four hits, three earned runs, 14 strikeouts, six walks. 
McCullers knows how to handle the White Sox. Um, maybe I'm reading too much into these statistics, but uh, Houston didn't have anything to play for. I will agree with Max. Neither did the White Sox. They kind of both teams kind of walk their way into the playoffs. I think the real Astros show up today. I'm going to drop 25 bucks on the Astros. All right, got you in. I, I like the White Sox today, the plus 120. I don't necessarily have them winning. I've got the White Sox winning about 47% of the time. So with that plus 120, I, I think we've got a, I got a, a little wiggle room, maybe just a little bit. Not really. <laughs> Give me the White Sox. Fuck it. I think they can pull this off. 15 bucks. Yeah, it was a game that I like the line movement in. The next one in the pre-show we're talking about, I don't necessarily like the line movement in, but let's, let's talk about it anyway. Boston at Tampa Bay. You know, if you look at team ERA over this season, eight of the top 10 teams when it comes to team ERA made the playoffs. Eight of the top 10. Number 10 was the Blue Jays, who almost made the playoffs. Hmm. I'm not going to mention the other team. I'm not going to mention the other team in the top 10. Who could that be? I, I, who could that be that made the top 10 that didn't make the playoffs? You hmm. can guess. Red Sox, definitely not a top 10 team in ERA this year. 4.26. <laughs> As of late, it's not been much better. Uh, Tampa, fourth best team ERA this year. The past two weeks, number one with a one. team ERA. Mm. And Tampa's not one-sided. You look at their bats lately as well. I think this is a team that is clicking. I think they're poised for a deep postseason run. I think that starts today with a win. I hate the line movement. I love the raise. $10 bet on Tampa Bay. We'll take a deeper look into these pitchers in this matchup as well. Rodriguez, um, he's not been great, but he's actually done well against the Rays. He's nine and four and three point nine five on the road, eight and five with a four point six one night ERA. He's two and two. The team is two and two against the Tampa Bay Rays. Both of those wins are at Tampa. Both losses were in Boston. So I found that kind of interesting. McClanahan, he's got a home record in ERA of seven and three with a three point five night. He's six and four with a three point three six. He went one and two against the Red Sox. Curiously, though, one of those losses he took, he pitched a shutout. It was the bullpen gave up the run. Um, Sixteen innings pitched for McClanahan against the Red Sox. Fifteen hits, only five earned runs, eighteen strikeouts against five walks. McClanahan knows how to pitch against these Red Sox. All three games, interestingly, all three games that McClanahan pitched against the Red Sox, the total was five runs or less. So this should actually be a pitcher's duel, believe it or not. I'm with Max here. I like the Rays, 25 bucks on Tampa. I'm going to save you guys from a kiss of death. Just the line shift kind of worries me a little bit. So I'm leaning Tampa Bay pretty hard. This feels like an overreaction to Boston beating New York. And um, yeah, it, it definitely, I don't know that this is <laughs> close to reality. Uh, I, I have Tampa Bay winning most of the time, so I'm leaning Tampa Bay pretty hard, saving you from the kiss of death. I'll just cash my White Sox bet, and that's it. Appreciate that. I know. Aren't I, I give. I give. <laughs> hey, let's take a quick break. Talk about Moonbet. Have you ever wanted to own a piece of a sportsbook and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you that chance just by holding their MBet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitsforex.com. Also, head over to moonbet.org to join their little ecosystem there. You can use the link in our description so that they know that you're a true DGEN, an absolute DGEN. Eclipse the competition, make some money with Moonbet. 
All right, we're going to talk some daily fantasy. Max, how'd you pull out last week? Pull out last week. How'd you pull through last week? <laughs> there you go, Saxy. Get Archer there. That's right. I pull out, man. I pull out. Uh, listen, I did better in DFS uh, this past week, but I, I did not place and make any money. Uh, the Sam Darnold pick was absolutely great for me. Jonathan Taylor was a good pickup. Uh, Darnell Mooney uh, put up some points. Uh, I whiffed, though, in a couple of spots. I, uh, Titans defense. Yeah, thanks, Jets. Uh, Chris, Chris Carson, not so good for me. Jalen Waddle had a bad week last week, and surprisingly, Travis Kelsey. And so in my PPR league as well, I lost by 12 points, so it wasn't even that close. And uh, I, I, same thing, Kelsey had a bad performance. And then I also had a subpar outing by uh, Adam Thielen. So those are my two downfalls in my PPR league. But I'm ready to turn the page and look at this week. I'll start off with starts. And now I'm going to preface this by saying, I'm going to mention a starting quarterback who I'm not actually going to start. I'm just suggesting you could start him because I think he's going to have a good week. I'm going to actually go with my value quarterback just because budgetary reasons. Starting quarterback, I think Dak Prescott of Dallas is a must start this week. Uh, mostly because I, I just I you know I think he's just, he's going to go at the Giants. He's playing absolutely great football this season. Division rival. Uh, really expensive, 8,100 at FanDuel. I think he's the third highest quarterback of the week there. So, again, I think there's value to be had at quarterback, so I'm going to go different when we talk later on at my starting quarterback, but would not hate you if you use Dak Prescott as your quarterback this week. At running back, this is where this is where my money went, guys. $10,400 to Derrick Henry. Oh, Jaguars surprisingly do fairly well against the run this year, but uh, if if you recall, uh, Henry is a no normal running back, and he likes to shred division rivals' defenses. So I think Derrick Henry has a big week this week. But you're spending a lot on him at wide receiver. I'm going to take DeAndre Hopkins. I mentioned him in in the first half of the show. Uh, Hard not to pick him with how Murray is playing this season. 7,500 isn't too pricey for his production. So I like DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver this week at tight end. I can't wait to hear what Panther says on this one, but I'm going to go with his boy, Darren Waller. Uh, Kelsey not available to play in my DFS tournament this week, so I'm going to go with Mr. Waller. I expect him to have a bounce-back week. I expect the Raiders' offense to play really good and uh, you know, kind of uh, prove some doubters wrong, some some uh, Joey Bosa's or whatever Bosa's for, for, for San Diego or, or Los Angeles and prove him wrong. $7,400 at FanDuel is what I'm paying for Darren Waller. And defense, I was burned by the Titans last week against the Jets. <laughs> Double fallacy time. Can't happen in consecutive weeks against the Jaguars. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans defense. Uh, those are my starts for the week. Yeah, as, as I talked about a couple of days ago, I, I took one on the chin in my head-to-head. Lost by .8. Point eight, less than a point I lost in my head-to-head. I just needed Darren Waller to have one more reception. Um, and then in the, my DFS, uh, it was a wash. I, I got my money back, but that, that was about it. So looking at, I, I'm playing on Yahoo Fantasy. Points are a little bit different the way they spread it out. But uh, believe it or not, I found value in Aaron Rodgers. He was like the eighth quarterback on the list. Dude's thrown for eight touchdowns and no interceptions since week one. I think we can call that one of true fraud i'm looking at aaron or austin eckler he's we saw what he did last week i think he's gonna have to tote the rock and catch a lot of passes against that cleveland defense i like austin eckler damian williams 
He had to come in for Montgomery last week. It looks like Montgomery is more than likely out. I think Damian Williams, for a value play as well, we'll get to the values, but I'm starting him this week against those Raiders. My wide receivers, Debu Samuel going against the Cardinals. San Francisco's going to play a lot of keep up with that Cardinal offense. C.D. Lamb for the uh, Cowboys. It looks like Cooper, Amari Cooper may be out. So Lamb should see a lot of touches uh, with Dak Prescott, a quarterback. Jamar Chase, first week last week, did not catch a touchdown this season. I think he rebounds this week trying to keep up with that Green Bay offense. Tight end. I'm going to add somebody to the Kelsey Waller elite status. Daniel Schultz for the Cowboys has basically become the third, sometimes even the second target for Dak Prescott. He has put up outstanding numbers, and I think he does so this week, particularly with it look like Amari Cooper being out. I think he does uh, fantastic against that Giants defense. And uh, my flex, I'm picking up uh, Samari Samaji Pyrene. Pyrene, he's the backup running back for the Bengals, but it looks like Joe Mixon's probably out. Defense, look, we talked about Denver Broncos having that big, nice, fat, easy schedule to start the season. They get another one this week at Pittsburgh with that god-awful offense. I'm loving the Broncos this week. It's not a bad call. I kind of like that one. But, I'm, you know, Panther, you and I were keying on the same game, I think, uh, just looking at it at different angles. I, I think Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow has a lot of value. I was thinking Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, maybe, connection, and then Devontae Adams. I think there's a lot of points in this game to be had, and I think it's going to come from um, Cincinnati and a little bit of Green Bay. Uh, they're going to throw the ball. I agree. Yeah. All right. Oh, and Max, I agree with you 100%. I, I think I'm going to start the Tennessee Titans defense, man. I, I, it can't, it can't in two straight weeks, can it? I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, I, I it's funny because we're going to, I think it's a perfect segue into uh, sits. You know, I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't argue if you said that uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence is uh, the sitting quarterback this week. Um, absolutely. I think, I think he's going to be in for a rough week and, and all the fucking blowback from Urban Meyer. And you got to see in practice, they, I think their chanting was uh, one, two, three, grind. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, they're grinding over there in, in Jacksonville. So, uh, my my sitting quarterback for the week, I I might get some disagreement from Panther because I, he started showing this this guy some uh, some love. Is Justin Fields? I'm not buying it. Uh, I he's got a good matchup against Vegas, uh, you know. But I think despite that Monday night loss, I do not think that Fields has any fucking chance moving the ball on the Raiders like Justin Herbert did. Because first off, Justin Herbert is a good quarterback. <laughs> That's point number one. Uh, and I just I just don't trust Matt Nagy. What's he going to do? He's going to destroy this fucking poor kid uh, if he hasn't already. So when asked, do you see yourself uh, playing for Chicago for the next 10 to 15 years? Uh, one Justin Fields said, I don't even know if we're going to have an earth for the next 10 or 15 years. So his, his outlook is not very positive right now. I would avoid Justin Fields at running back. Name any uh, uh, Miami Dolphins running back. Just name any single one sit them don't even think about it the bucks give up 47 rushing yards oh, no. per game don't even think about it. any dolphins running back none. <clears throat> wide receiver i'm gonna avoid henry ruggs i i just don't like the matchup uh jalen johnson back in, in you know uh, uh 
for Chicago, he's playing really good uh, football. Uh, I just I think that Ruggs is going to have a tough week. I see some other guys on that Vegas uh, offense getting a little bit more love uh, than than Ruggs this week, so I'd avoid him. And then a tight end, Robert Tanyan for Green Bay. Uh, Rodgers just gets so many fucking weapons, uh, and, and Tanyan often gets overlooked there. And I think the one position that the Bengals defend well against is the tight end position. So I, I would avoid Robert Tanyan. I, I, you know, it's funny too. On my um, my PPR league, I picked up uh, Randall Cobb. If you guys remember, that's who uh, uh, Rogers, you know, was was adamant the the team had to to get back. And so I could see him getting uh, getting some extra love uh, from Rogers this week. So. Uh, I said the word love a lot. Uh, I wonder if Jordan Love's going to make an appearance this week. Maybe Rodgers gets injured. I don't know. Those are my sits for the week. Uh, I'm looking at Jalen Hurts. I know he's played really well. I threw for almost 400 yards last week. But going against that Carolina defense, I know they got beat up by the Cowboys a little bit, but I really do believe in this Carolina defense. Uh, and they're adding Gilmore to it. So uh, I think they're getting even stronger. So I, I'm fading Jalen Hurts. And believe it or not, Baker Mayfield, if you're really paying attention to this Browns offense, they're not an exactly a juggernaut. And Mayfield's only thrown for two touchdowns on the entire season, not to mention, as Max mentioned, we believe in this Chargers defense. This isn't the same Charger defense we saw last year. So I think Mayfield is a sit for me. Um, this is going to be a repeat every single week. Just, I mean, cut and paste. Steelers just fade. <laughs> just fade the Steelers. Every position, there's nothing there. Uh, you know, I'm a Raider homer, but Josh Jacobs is not playing very well. He's been banged up. Even last week, he, he had 18 carries, still only managed less than 60 yards. Uh, I, it's Derek Carr's team right now, so I'm fading Josh Jacobs, particularly against that Bear defense. Uh, Miles Sanders, I don't even know what's going on in Philadelphia. Are they just turning into one of those throw the ball only and they don't run, run the ball? Uh, same situation. He's not running, not even getting any touches. I think last week he had three total touches going against that Carolina defense. I'd avoid that. And I might get a little pushback from you guys on this one. I'm fading Arizona wide receivers. And here's why. Kyler Murray spreads that ball to seven different guys every single week. It, it could be Hopkins. It could be A.J. Green. Fuck, next week it could be Larry Fitzgerald if he comes back. I, there's just too much... Uh, spreading around to, to put your money on any of those. They're all elite. They could have big games where I think it's too much of a lottery ticket. So I'm just staying away from Arizona wide receivers. Not a bad call. Uh, you you, you uh, kind of... No, stole, fuck you both. Oh, oh. Still my thunder a little bit. Jalen Hurts. I think that is absolutely an avoid today. I think Carolina comes back with a vengeance after getting uh, schooled like that. Uh, he's the number four ranked uh, price-wise uh, quarterback. And at FanDuel, so I would avoid that. You know what? I'm going to say you should probably avoid Tom Brady this week, too. If there was one man who was nodding his head and just soaking in that uh, Patriots game, it was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, knowing what Bill does. I think that he, you know, I think he was watching that with great interest, and I think he was he's probably able to adapt and, and maybe mimic a little bit of what the Pats were doing. So I would avoid uh, the Tom Brady. I would avoid Jalen Hurts. Uh, running backs, I don't know. You know, the Giants quietly don't look that bad. Maybe avoid Zeke and Dallas isn't that bad. You know, avoid uh, Saquon Barkley. That's all I really have for the avoids. All right. Value time, because now we can talk about my starting quarterback. Here we go. I mentioned him on the show the other day. One, Taylor Heineken. 
from the Washington <laughs> Football Club. 7,300 at FanDuel. I think he's going to probably provide some of the same sneaky value I got from Sam Darnold last week. Um, completely taking the reins of that offense there. And after watching what Daniel Jones did to move the ball against the Saints last week, I think Hanicki does the, does the same thing. Uh, that New Orleans defense is vulnerable. So I like him to inflict some damage. Uh, I'm getting some value here. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Taylor at my, 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 my starting quarterback this week. At running back, it's, it's a pair of Damians that I like. Uh, first up is Damian Harris of New England. Houston ranks 28th in yards allowed on the ground. They give up two rushing touchdowns per game. Patriots need a win. The Patriots have to win. Bill will do whatever it takes to win this week, including running the ball with Damian Harris. Uh, so I, I, I like him, uh, 6,500 over at FanDuel. And then the other Damian I like, Damian Williams of Chicago. The Raiders give up 132 yards per game on the ground, 1.5 touching uh, rushing touchdowns per game as well. Uh, you expect maybe the quarterback there you know they, they're gonna run run a quarterback uh, you know if they can get to the red zone so but maybe one of those touchdowns goes to damian williams as well so I, I i like those two damians as my value plays at running back got them both in my starting lineup and wide receiver you know i was fooled last week with the tennessee titans and i picked them <laughs> i was fooled last week with jalen waddle of miami but i like jalen waddle this week i know he doesn't have his boy Tua to throw it to him but that tampa bay secondary Still got problems. Richard Sermon, he, you know, he's going to get better as as time goes on, but he's also older. So you know, you can say experience is going to, you know, he'll get into uh, game shape, but he's also older. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that Tampa Bay secondary. I think Jalen Waddle could have a good game this week, so I'm banking on that. Fifty four hundred, uh, and that that I came in. I think I still had a hundred dollars to play with at my budget, but I really just did not see anything to to spend that hundred dollars on. I usually try to get it to zero. I really do. Uh, but this week, uh, because I found some value at running back and value at wide receiver, I was able to uh, splurge on uh, running back. My starting running back with, with uh, Henry. So got a hundred dollars to play with there. So if you check out my lineup over at AbsoluteGenius.com, I posted the whole screenshot of, of who I'm starting. But uh, that's it for me, Panther. What you got value wise? I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud publicly, but I think I might actually be on the Sam Darnold train. Dude's playing so good. So good, good. man. It's so insane. good. And, and the value is there. Favorable matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. I do like Sam Darnold. Maybe this, I'm not vouching for this guy today, but maybe by Sunday, Ryan Tannehill against Jacksonville, but only if those receivers are back, if the receivers aren't back and then just do what Max said and go spend the money on Derrick Henry. Uh, and, and second week, uh, the, we're going to mention this name, Daniel Jones, uh, going against that Dallas defense. I think he can uh, uh, throw on that defense and uh, get some yards. Galladay should be back. So, um, yeah, I, I like Daniel Jones, a value play. Not very often do Max and I agree, but, yeah. Both of the uh, Damians, Williams and Harris, I like both of those. Uh, obviously, I stated started Damian Williams uh, for the Bears against Vegas on my lineup. And uh, Perrine filling in for Mixon. I, he's going to be, I think, the three down back. They don't really have anybody else since they traded Bernard. So uh, he'll be the only back going against the Packers. I like him. Wide receivers, sticking with that Sam Darnold theme, DJ Moore. He's had 12 targets in each of the last two games. Looks like that might be Darnold's new favorite receiver. Uh, so I like DJ Moore against the Eagles. And Hunter Renfro, he's had seven targets per game 
uh, in each of the first four games. He had a t- touchdown in each of the last two games. Looks like he's getting some chemistry with Derek Carr. I like Hunter Renfro. Tight end, uh, you know, we've talked about Schultz. We talked about Waller, Kelsey. Another guy that's kind of lurking around, Noah Font for the Broncos going against Pittsburgh. I like Noah Font a lot. And defense, look, the Washington defense has not been good. Also, they're, they're actually pretty bad, to be honest. But New Orleans is bipolar. Is this good week or bad week for Jameis? I, I'm losing track. But if, if we're due for a bad week, Washington could be a value play against that same offense. And uh, th- that's what I'm looking at. Mm. You know, defense-wise, I, I like that Washington play. I also can't figure out why the the Chargers are ranked so low. I know they're playing Cleveland, but, you know, uh, Washington's 3,800, Chargers are 3,700. I think you take either of those. I think you might be in good shape with defense. See, the Chargers were the fourth highest ranked defense on, on Yahoo. Oh, see, on FanDuel here, they're pretty, they're mid-tier, mid-low tier. Yeah, I would, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I, there's not – I agree with everything you guys said. I don't see a lot of sneaky value here. Darnold's good. Maybe take a look at Kirk. Maybe. Maybe good Kirk shows up. Daniel Jones. I think you can build a team around all those value plays. I, I don't see a lot of hidden value that you guys didn't touch on. All right. Hey, uh, Panther, you betting college football today? I do have a college football play. There's two games, but one of them really stands out. Uh, real quick, we'll touch on this. Coastal Carolina, their little darling from uh, the COVID 2020, I guess, or 2021, they're still undefeated. Going against Arkansas State, Coastal Carolina has scored. They've won 59-6 to and 53-3 to in their last two games. Arkansas State's given up 59, 41, 52, and 55 for their first four games this year. I think Coastal Carolina goes in there and kicks the shit out of them. I'm putting $50. $50 on Coastal Carolina. $50. I can't disagree, but I'm not going to bet it. I I have no real plays in college football today. That's all I got. All right. So we talked about baseball. We talked about football. We talked about daily fantasy. We talked about props and college football. Max, that's it. That is it. Download DJ's app. Android iOS. Let us know you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. Even Tom from MySpace is hanging out on Twitter. Remember that guy? No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, maybe you've got a parlay? Uh, we'll slap one together. i got three bets today, so let's just put them together. I'm on the Houston Astros, those Tampa Bay Rays, and Coastal Carolina Chanteliers, I think they are. Anyway, those three, put them together. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. We're on the website, the app, Facebook, Twitter is where we're having the most fun. But uh, you guys hang out with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. 
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.